Hi everyone, it's Jack here from Esports Live. Sorry to crash the podcast. A quick thank you to you all for all your support so far. We hope you like what you're hearing, even if our advice is absolute nonsense. Make sure you subscribe to our video cast on YouTube and Twitch channels, as well as follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Or if you prefer the podcast, subscribe on Spotify and Apple. Search Esports Live now on any of the platforms to get involved. We've got some exciting things happening in the background. Get ready for the Euros and the Fantasy Premier League season 21-22. Get involved now, don't miss out and enjoy the podcast. Fantasy Managers, good evening, good morning, wherever you are in the world, and welcome back to another edition of the FPL Addicts and Esports Live Fantasy Weekly videocast and podcast. On today's agenda, we have Arsenal, who see Spurs off to a 2-1 win in the North London derby. Manchester United, who beat West Ham to make an extra three points for their massive top four finish. And Leicester City, who absolutely demolished Sheffield United at home. With me all to dissect it is the usual. We've got my right-hand man in the commentary box, Ollie Walker-Peel. How you doing, mate? Yeah, mate, I'm a bit under the weather, to be honest with you. Hence why I obviously got the camera off. But, you know, I'll be here. I'll, I'll hand the reins over to you. But otherwise, I'm pretty good. How about yourself? Yeah, not too bad, mate. That's, uh, let's give the, the viewers a, a break of listening to your voice for a week and yeah, you know, say there is, <laughs> possibly. But that's good to hear, mate. I hope you uh, you get well soon. Jack, how are you doing, mate? Really good, mate. A um, couple of big wins for United in the last seven days, uh, both in the Premier League and the Europa. Um, I'm sure uh, our good friend Matty Day will tell you all about his Europa running. Yeah, it was... Uh, Glory and uh, for one and pain for the other. Matt, we will go over to you now. How are you doing after? Uh, it's a, been a, a lot of hours now since that result, but has it still not sunk in for you yet? So, yeah, I, I couldn't believe it what I was watching, to be honest. Um, but like I've said to a few people today, it's a bit of deja vu. You know, this is, is pretty typical of Spurs to find a way to, to mess it up. So, um, yeah, look. Just gonna have to see what we can do for the rest of the season. There's still top four to play for, just about, and you know, we've still got this League Cup final, but I'm, I'm not too hopeful now. So, uh, yeah, a bit annoying. It's not too good for FPL this weekend. I've got a, you know, with, with Spurs playing, um, you know, a bit worried about that now. So, yeah, well, well, we'll just go back to last game week quickly, and I will have to ask you about the North London derby and what your thoughts were on it. Obviously, you did end up losing, but you did get quite unlucky with uh, Harry Kane hit the post, I believe, as well, didn't he? And a lot of fancy managers wouldn't have been the happiest with that. But what did you make of the game? Yeah, we, did, we didn't play great, but I do think the decision by uh, Michael Oliver was was poor. And, um, you know, you get these big games, sometimes you don't play the best, but you, you scrape results. And I think if that penalty shout didn't happen, we would have found a way to scrape a result. We, we started to play well the last 10 minutes, even with 10 men. And you just never know in football, right? And um, yeah, I thought we were robbed big time. And, um, you know, that's a, there's been a lot of bad refereeing this season. And then I thought that was a really bad, bad decision. Yeah, I think Premier League fans know bad officiating all too well these days. But another man who is happy after big progression in the Europa League this morning and a massive win against West Ham uh, last game week. Jack, what did you make of that game? Obviously, you know, it wasn't, wasn't as Matt was saying, you can win scrappy 1-0 sometimes. It was an own goal from Craig Dawson in the end that uh, brought the Red Devils three points. But what did you make of it? Yeah, listen, I think um, we were we were, we were pretty solid. I didn't think it was a bad game from United and West Ham looked pretty good. And obviously West Ham are now competing with the with the big boys. Um, so I think even Moisey was pretty uh, sickened that he didn't come away with a draw. But 
you know, we've we created the chances. Obviously, we got the got the own goal there, but we did create the chances. Maybe we could have had an extra one or two. It wasn't obviously a spectacle, but definitely looked like the better team and happy going into taking that form into the Europa this morning uh, and beating AC Milan, which is always nice to say out loud, even though it's not the AC Milan we know from <laughs> from the old days. Um, but still beating them at the San Siro, happy days and and getting the winner progressing to the next round. Can I just say, yeah. Matt? My, uh, AC Milan, Man United, say like 15 years ago compared to yeah. now. It's like the uh, the guy that she told you not to worry about me. It's just like, look, look at the players that they would have had. They would have had uh, AC, AC Milan were world-class in every single position. And so are Man United, to be honest. And then now they're playing off in the Europa League and Man United fans are buzzing about a 1-0 win from a game that no one really watched. It's like... <laughs> Let's not forget you dropped out the Champions League as well for this Europa. So. Oh, well, at least we're still in a European competition. You're not even in the Europa League. in the Champions League. We didn't start in the Champions League, did we? So. Yeah, but now you're not in either, so it's all right, isn't it? You're going after a three-handle cup. Doesn't the fact that hey, you I'll didn't even start in the Champions League make you more Timpot? Mate, you're in the championship, aren't you? <laughs> I was going to say, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> choose your words wisely, Ali. choose your audience. Olive, he's was... got on mute, Matt needs to go on mute, and uh, yeah. oh, you're, you're a Newcastle fan, you need to go on yeah. mute as well. Jack, Jack can just take the reins for this week, I think. But, um, we will move over to you now, Ollie, and uh, we'll ask you to dissect Sheffield United, Leicester City. It was a very dominant display from Leicester, but what did you make of the Care Litchie Ian Acho masterclass? I mean, he's always had potential, hasn't it? We saw it through, you know, his spell at Manchester City where he was 72 on his back, which I've always thought is quite <laughs> crazy. You never really see Premier League players wear numbers up that high, but, you know, it was, a, you know, he's a good, he's a good striker. We know he's got talent. He's just not ever used it really. And maybe it might be the start to uh, really spark a, a, a good Premier League career. He's always, you know, been that level probably just behind a top class Premier League striker. Can he now push on and be a top level Premier League striker? I mean, Leicester fans will be hoping so, and and hopefully, you know, I'd love to see him get a few more goals and get on the score sheet, and uh, maybe become that top level Premier League striker he's always had the potential to be. I'm sure a lot of uh, Leicester fans, in particular, will be rooting for him, obviously, because they want him to be able to score the goals. Obviously, Jamie Vardy is going to have to retire and you know slow down at some point. His body won't work the same as it usually does, so it will be very interesting to see. That was good to hear from you all. Some good analysis from all the games there. But what we will do is we'll move over to my shocks now. So uh, game week 28 is now ended, and the highest point score was 119 points, and the average was 43 points. My first shock, well, I'm pretty sure a lot of us on the panel were. Pretty pretty happy about was John Stones who got a goal a clean sheet and three bonus points which gave him a 14 point total just wish I'd captained him to be honest um Ollie you had John Stones didn't you mate I did and I, as soon as that goal went in I just tweeted out the the, the John Stones dancing meme you're another one in the dressing room I think that, yeah I saw that I saw it made his field didn't it he's been popping up with a couple of goals lately as John Stones I think he's a must-have asset and people have been turning to the likes of Gundogan Matt um <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think John Stones is perhaps the must-have Manchester City FPL asset at the moment. He's getting clean sheets at the back, and even when he's not getting clean sheets, I mean, he did at the weekend, but he's also scoring goals at the other end. So he's, he's showing his worth not only in defence, but also in attack. So it's absolutely class at the minute, John Stones, and it's a great FPL asset to have. And it's definitely warranted himself back into the England squad. Uh, secondly, as I'm, as me and Ollie just mentioned before, we have Kielecci, Ian Acho, who got three goals, a hat-trick for the big man, three bonus, which was 17 points for him. And then his Leicester City counterpart, Jamie Vardy, who was among the assists instead of the goals this time, which isn't too normal for him, got three assists and two 
bonus points, which was, as we were saying, a very, very dominant display from Leicester. And they never really looked like losing that one. And I think it's safe to say that Sheffield United are probably gone, lads. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say they're probably going to go down. A bit controversial, but they're probably going to be gone. Yeah, but well, anyway... I mean, yeah, I'm going to be following a championship club next season. I've had, you know, obviously watched a lot of championship football being a Blackburn fan. They're going to be mid-table championship, mm-hmm. if not worse, if they don't strengthen in the, in, in the summer. Because yeah. at the moment, they're a team devoid of confidence. They've got goals in David McGoldrick. He'll absolutely smash it at, at championship level. But outside of that, you're looking at the players, some of the players that they've got, the likes of maybe Sander Berger, if he, if he stays on, will do decent. But it's going to be tough for Sheffield United last season. Obviously, we all thought that Bournemouth might come straight back up. They might not even make the playoffs now, so we'll have to see. And also, just on your last point, Jamie Vardy playing Sheffield United and not breaking corner flags. Who would have thought? Yeah, no. Who would have thought? He, he loves to, uh, as a lifelong Sheffield Wednesday fan, as he said, he would love to see that result from his team against Sheffield United. But moving on now, we will go on to our team review for the week. We're going to see how well we did or in my case, how bad that we did. So, Jack, what we will do is we will start with your team. And uh, as, as I was just saying, you definitely you didn't have a bad week, as we can see on the screen now, 52 points. And just take us through what, what went well and what didn't go too well for you, mate. Well, I think compared to you, you three, um, I think I've scored the highest this week. Uh, I've got to take some kind of bragging rights as soon as you're all sat above me in the league. Um, so I think, yeah, 52, happy with that score. Um, obviously, with the uh, City asset, uh, Cancelo, um, getting the 12 points in there. Luke Shaw with the nine, happy days. Uh, Fernandez obviously getting the six, captain. Um, and then Calvert-Lewin bagging, uh, which was great. So... Pretty happy with with the result, obviously, and um, sitting up there. But I, I think it was actually a good score in comparison. I think I remember Ollie saying he was asking me last week. He said, "What do you think you'll get?" And I said, "Oh, maybe like 70. And he thought we could. I should be aiming higher than that. But fifty two <laughs> turned out pretty good score to be fair in comparison to everyone else with the average so low. Yeah, it definitely was a, a pretty low scoring week from us. And the average, as I said before, 43 points wasn't too high either. And as we can see on your bench there, Jack Gundogan, who was my transfer in this week, didn't Ouch. even play. I am fuming with the guru, all the hype he's given him. <laughs> and Bruyne, well, on De Bruyne as well. Yeah, De Bruyne and Gundogan in there. They were the ones who got rotated out. And um, it was, was, it, was it Sterling got rotated out as well, was it, the, during the week? I'm not... Uh, against Fulham, I'm not too sure, but yeah, it was uh, another big name got rotated out there as well. So Pep Roulette as always um, paying the price. I think a lot of people lost out captaining KDB who had him, and then also captaining vice captain Gundawan. Uh, I know a couple of my mates uh, did that, so they uh, didn't get any captain points this week at all. <laughs> oh, I was absolutely fuming with that one. And whilst we're talking about your team, Jack, we'll, we will just leap forward into this game week. Any, any transfers on your mind? What are you thinking? Obviously, it's going to be a pretty dead game week in terms of FPL and football. So what what is your plan? What are you thinking? Yeah, I've made a couple of moves. I had two free transfers to use, so I've used them already. Um, I've taken Gundogan out for this week and brought Lingard in. Um, it was going to be one of my moves the other week, but obviously because he didn't play against United, I left him out. Um, I did have him lined up. So Lingard in, Gundogan out. And then I've also taken out KDB for the week and brought Bale in. Jumped on the Bale train. Wow. And um, so I've gone for the triple up on Spurs. I, just, I had a serious FOMO. Like if I haven't got Bale, then I need any hits. I'll be f- I need, I'll be fuming just because it's an, it's there to do. Um, and then I've also brought Antonio in. I've taken a, I've taken a hit as well. I've brought Antonio in for DCL. 
because um, obviously he's got some good fixtures as well, West Ham going forward. They haven't got any two. I think they've got Wolves and uh, Leicester coming up. So I don't think, I think they're still likely to maybe get a, a result in there from Antonio. So yeah, I've, I've wanted to field a good team. I think Son's obviously going to be out, but maybe the Mourinho mind games he, he might play. But I think it is. Uh, it looks a bit more serious than what we think. Um, so yeah, I've, I've I've made those moves, and you know if I can get nine nine on the pitch, happy days. Yeah, and as we were saying before, Mourinho's mind games with Kane last week on the podcast. We were talking about it. It didn't quite go the right way for him. But we'll move on now to your team, Ollie. And uh, you know, not not quite as good as Jack, but you know, you you aim for above the average every week, and you've done that. Forty-seven points, but the points really all from your defence and your goalkeeper, mate. But what did you make of your week? Yeah, a little bit disappointing considering the fact that Manchester City have carried my team again. Obviously buzzing, I'm not going to complain at all with John Stones, Rumi Diaz or Edison. But the rest of my team have had an absolute week off. Stuart Dallas also, admirable. But other than that, look how bad that is. Outside of the defence and goalkeeper, you look like uh, like likes of Gareth Bale, Hyungmin Son, obviously not really doing anything. Uh, Thomas Suchek only two points. Mason Mount, again, not doing anything. Bruno Fernandes has been so reliable all season. Um, and even the likes of uh, Harry Kane, blanking in the North London derby. When, you know, in North London derbies, he's usually been so reliable. So, yeah, frustrating week. But above the average, got really lucky. Uh, not only in the fact that I had that defensive goalkeeper, but also the defenders I left on my bench. Obviously, David mm-hmm. being Craig Dawson. Yeah. The old goal. So, got really lucky there. But, We'll take it, bank it, and move on. I think it was all about the defenders this week, wasn't it, lads? I yeah, think 100%. so. I think it's however many Man City defenders you had was how well you did this week. But as we were saying, Ollie, that's not at all not at all a bad score. And as we said, you play for the play above the average trophy, so you've definitely done that. And another one who's done that this week is Matt on the same amount of points, 47 points, which, as we were just saying with Ollie, it's not a bad score this week, but it's not a brilliant score. So take us through your team, mate. Yeah, look... Uh... Similar to Ollie, there's, there's a few players that were disappointing, but I think that kind of happened to everyone this week. Um, I didn't do a transfer. I, I used the famous Elliot Craig uh, rollover tactic. And, um, yeah, I got a bit of luck. Obviously, Gundogan didn't play, but uh, Strick, is it Strick from uh, from Leeds? He come off my bench and got me an unlikely clean sheet, so I'll take that. Um, Diaz and Stones have been brilliant for me since I've, since I've got them in. Uh, Martinez was probably what ten seconds away from uh, from a clean sheet and a bonus, which bonus. Uh, I think he was on for a couple of bonus. I don't know if it was one or if it was two, but he was definitely in the mixer for them. He made a couple of saves, and I saw a lot of people on Twitter that weren't at all happy with that Jamal Lascelles equaliser. Unbelievable! I think that uh, that goal in by Newcastle it, it swung a lot of points, didn't it, for mm-hmm. Matt Target owners Martinez. I think yeah. even maybe Watkins might have been on some bonus at the time. There was a few of them. So, lost out there. Um, and then going into the midfield, Salah was unlucky not to score. Um, you know, a bit of me at the end of the game week was thinking that Salah was going to end up being a good captain option, being the last fixture. Uh, he had a disallowed goal for offside. It was quite marginal. So, I thought he was quite unlucky. Son getting injured early on. You know, that was just unlucky as well. Prayer for West Brom. Kind of just a cheapie who I'm, I'm going to get rid of. Um, Fernandez, six points probably looks quite good on, on on the basis of this game week. Um, I thought this is one as well. I was going to bring up. I thought Fernandez deserved an assist, and I'm not still not sure. And Jack, you might be able to tell me a bit more about this one, but I'm just not sure how. Yeah, Fernandez didn't get the assist. It didn't look like it hit uh, Scott McTominay's head at all. 
Oh, listen, I, w- I wish I could tell you something better, mate. But <laughs> <laughs> the decision was made and it wasn't given. Well, I, I, I don't know what else to say against, against the facts of it. Um, you know, if, if that's what they decide to do, I don't know who manages these things, but it's um, is what it is. Maybe Guru could send an email. You know, yeah, complain. Send, send an email into FPL support as well, like I did that time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we've had a few of these down the years. I remember there was a Harry Kane goal against Stoke. Uh, they said oh, it hit, the, hit claimed, his hair, and um, Kane got given the goal, but FPL didn't give him the goal. And then yeah. this week on Twitter, FPL said no assist for Fernandez. Um, I think someone up there in in FPL has probably transferred him out and didn't want to uh, yeah, didn't want to give 100%. him the point. So yeah, that, some, that was a disappointment. Some, some, that, corrupt, that was... some corrupt guy on the board. The thing, like, yeah. the thing on that is they. So if a change is made to a goal or an assist at the day after the game or later, they don't change it. So it's no, the day of the right. game, it's finalised. So it's called, that called as it is. Yeah. Yeah. I still think the Fernandez. it looked like his assist. Mm. Um, yeah, but what, was the one, what, was the, what was the one the other night as well? Was it um, Target and Watkins? Uh, was it Watkins? Yeah. 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 That, was, that, was, that was a... a yeah, that, Watkins that was, got a flick on it. That was, yeah, that was a, his own goal as they come. It was one of the luckiest yeah. own goals I think I've ever seen in my life as well. I was not best pleased with that one but it is a bit weird because you know they update the the game weeks after every like after every couple of matches are played every single day yeah. so i don't see why if you know if something changes if the guru's not happy with fernandez's points <clears throat> they should be changing them shouldn't they but you know 47 as you said yeah. not a bad score this week at all it was uh, definitely better than mine the lowest of the week with 43, as Ollie said, as I was saying about Ollie celebrates the the average trophy. So I've uh, just about reached that with 43 points. And, you know, what, what more can I say other than it was defenders again, you know, without John Stones popping up with a goal and Diaz and him both with the clean sheet and Dallas, then it really would have been a, a nothing week for me. My transfer, as I mentioned, was Gunduan. I was expecting big things from him, but um, he just, he got his rest this week, but he did end up scoring in the Champions League, which was, bittersweet for me because I was like you could have just done that against Fulham mate and been rested but that's not what Pep decided and then obviously I would have benefited a lot more from that Fernandez um, assist as well but yeah it was just a, a, a really weird game week for me this week it got off to a, an all right start with the Man City game but it sort of just tapered out to a bit of a, a nothing week to be honest it wasn't yeah, it was just it was just weird, and this week's going to be even more interesting, I think, because you know if you've got a couple of players that are going to play and you have a couple that don't, it's really just going to separate a lot of packs this week. But that was my game week. Don't really have too much more to say about it. So what we'll do is we'll move on any, to the manager any, of the any week. Transfer, any transfers, L? Did you say? Oh, for me, yes, actually, I've got. Go on, tell us about your moves, mate. I've got two free transfers to make, so. I'm not you, sure sound what... you sound excited. You're yeah, actually bugging to make some transfers instead of rolling over. Because <laughs> I was saying, was saying before we went live, obviously I've got my wild cards still to play as well. So if I wanted to just take a, a four-point hit this week and just get three players in that I know are going to play, because I've only got four yeah. at the minute that are going to play, and that's dependent on if Son is past his fit. So if I wanted to get seven that were going to play on my pitch, I could probably end up doing that and then just wildcard the week after, which is definitely a possibility. But the best assets this week are going to be the Brighton assets because they're playing Newcastle and I just can't bring myself to do it. So it's going to be a, an interesting one for me. I will be making transfers, though. I can promise 
that. But there's there's just a lot. I was as you were saying before that the Bale hype train. I was thinking maybe go with Bale, but I'm just I'm not too are, sure. Are, are you going to reveal any anything for the listeners? Give me an insight. What you what you're going to do? You're going to tell I wish, us. I wish I could reveal it for myself, mate. I'm not hiding anything. I genuinely just don't know <laughs> what I'm going to do. I've looked at it all week, and I'm just like I don't know what to do. It's just going to be a really really weird week, and I don't trust the Arsenal assets either. I think oh. they're just bait because. Yeah, just Arsenal. There's just so up and down, but yeah, it's so, going to be a, a really weird, really weird game week. But uh, a manager who didn't have a really weird game week was DS Team and his United Army, who got 88 points this week. And you can see where all of his points have come from. If anyone doesn't uh, have the the stream out in front of them, it's from a Jamie Vardin captaincy choice, which was quite audacious from him obviously you know it was a, a very easy fixture on paper I don't think too many went with the Vardy captain I don't think too many had Vardy in their teams in the world right now but you know all his points have come from Vardy Cancelo and Stones and sure so that's not bad as, as Jack was saying before all his points from defenders he's another one with with Luke Shaw Jack and just how good has he been for you the past couple oh, of weeks what a player he's turned into this year for everyone you know even for United more so and now obviously he's uh, surely going to be first first choice for England with Chilwell not really in, in the mix as much he's in and out with Chelsea uh, with Tuchel where he's called the tinkerer um, but I think yeah Shaw's Shaw's solid he's getting up up the pitch he's obviously scoring goals he's assisting he's getting crosses in I think maybe he's just been you know set some serious goals this year to really push on by Oli and He's obviously enjoying playing for him, so works well in the system and just looks like a, a, the left-back that we, that we all hoped him to be. I think the, the competition of Tellez when you signed him definitely yeah. got, his, got him into shape, yeah, didn't we, it? I think we mentioned that oh, yeah, last week and we said Tellez just step, like coming in and actually playing a few games as well has obviously allowed, you know, allowed Shaw to uh, you know, step up and give him the opportunity to make that big step, um, big step into it. Um, so yeah, really excited about that. But yeah, what a great shout about Captain Vardy, by the way. I think that's a great shout in there because um, obviously Vardy's not been prolific in you know recent months, mm. has he? Yeah, was was he one of your your captain picks last week, Matt, or was he not? I can't really remember. Yeah, no, he he was. He was on the list, and um, you know, nice. it was a good pick. I think James, uh, who's in our draft league, he, he captained him this week as well. And uh, oh, nice, James. Yeah. I think he, he he was second in the um, in the FBL Addicts Esports Live. Uh, for the voucher this week, so yeah, we're a bit gutted to lose out. Um, he, will, he will be gutted. I bet he's glad to get. It. Surely he beat his brother this week. Then with that captain, he's closing pick. in now. I think he's about ten <laughs> points off his brother. So uh, yeah, long may that battle continue. So he's he's happy about that. But yeah, Vardy was a good choice, and you know that game was was one nil to about the hour mark, wasn't it? And uh, yeah. you know they've they've come out. He's come out and got three assists, Vardy. So um, yeah, not a bad return, and that's a pretty impressive score considering we had such a bad uh, bad game week. Yeah, so well done to our manager of the week who will get an eSports Live gift voucher where he can play for cash pool and prizes in FIFA, PES, Rocket League and NBA 2K. 88 points this week is an absolutely monstrous score. That's that's more than double the average when you think about it, isn't it? 43, yeah, it is, which is actually quite ridiculous. But what we will do now is we'll review our mini league and I don't believe oh no Matt's just inside the top 10. I thought I didn't think there was going to be one of us inside the top 10. So we've got Tom Stones, who's still top of the league. Is anyone going to catch him? The second place is Enya Machiba. In third, we've got Keith Thomas. Fourth, we've got the Not Love Wanderers. And Ollie only just figured out why it was called Not Love Wanderers last week. Uh, we've got Tom Southworth. And then we've got another DS team in fifth, which is quite an interesting one. And then we've got 
I'm not even going to try and pronounce that, lads. Does anyone want to have a go at that? The one in give, give the one it a go, Alex. Come on, pal. Yeah, give it a go, mate. That's that's the furthest thing from Geordie I've ever seen, mate. <laughs> Panagajotis to Zaras is what we nice. will go with. I apologise for butchering your name. If you are out there watching, in seventh, we've got COVID-11 from Brian Curtin. In eighth, we have the Reds. Ninth, we've got the Delhi Tubbies from Matt Day, the Guru. And rounding off the top 10, we have Unyai Kumar. And then, as you can see on the screen, me just ahead of Ollie by four points. And then Jack. Mate, that gap's closing. That gap is, is closing. It is. it is. I've still got a wild card up my sleeve there, mate. You've got to remember you, you, that. You two need to stop picking the same team. <laughs> well, we're always talking to so oh, you've, you've gone past you know, me, mate. You've gone, you've gone past I? me. I was going to say, I mean, I thought, I mean, 30, 30, 38th. 38th. Jack Gillibrand sits there. There we 38th. go. I'm not, too, I'm not too far, lads. It's, um, but it is a bit of a, I think it's at 60 points now for the top 20. I think so. The gap is kind of getting a bit bigger now, if I'm honest. I think it's about 60 points, was it? Uh, top yeah, 20. It's about, yeah, 60. Yeah. Wow. So it's uh, getting a bit further away, but still trying to hang in there. Yeah. You need six extra points a week, Jack, for the next 10 rounds to uh, to get up there and hope everyone else gets six, you know, gets less, less. as well. So you can do it. You're still living <laughs> off that guru night out, I think, mate. That's, that's why you've got three arrows. So. Need, needs that every week. I think Jack's going to have to start uh, bringing up the mate, guru I've, on his Fridays. I've, I've, I've sold that team already, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. And that rounds off our mini league review. And what we'll do now is we'll... And what we will do now is head over to our guru section where, Matt, you've got your the differentials and your ones to watch, your teams to back, your captains, and then we're going to be making a scout 11 from all of us for the season so far, I believe. So take it away. Yeah, look, thanks, Elliot. And... Um... We'll start with uh, differentials and ones to watch and not much to uh, to choose from this week. So scraping the barrel a little bit, but um, I'm going to have to pick a, a Brighton player, of course, Elliot, against Newcastle. So it's going to be uh, Trossard at 2.9%, um, home to the uh, home to the tune. He, he got 10 points last week. He does get the odd game where he turns up and, and, and bags a goal. So I think, you know, you've got that extra midfielder spot. Um, you need you need to put someone in there. Trossard isn't a bad bet. He's a very attacking player. Um, another big differential from Brighton is uh, Pascal Gross. Uh, he's all, he's on their set pieces, takes their penalties. 0.6% ownership. So that's another one you could get from Brighton there um, with really, really low ownership. Going on to Leeds, we've got Fulham. Remember, it was 4-3 when these teams last met. At, uh, that was at Ellen Road. This is obviously the first fixture. I'm going to go with Tyler Roberts. He's 0.1% ownership. Um, and for those that watched the uh, the Chelsea, the Leeds Chelsea game last week, I believe he did have a disallowed goal. Um, and he got he got in on goal a few times. He had, a, he had a couple of attempts and then he looked quite good. And I think at 0.1%, he's very, very cheap. He's about 4.6 million. So you get him in now uh, as a fifth midfield spot. You get a game out of him against Fulham. Um, and then you save yourself a bit of money down the track um, to bring in, you know, be- better players when there's uh, when there's more fixtures. So I think he's a uh, he's a really really good option. Um, another one I'm gonna I'll put an Arsenal player in there. I, I didn't really want to have to because uh, I do think it is a tricky fixture against West Ham, but I do think there'll be goals. Um, and I go with uh, Odegaard, uh, the Norwegian. He grabbed the goal last week. It was quite lucky, but um, you know, two percent ownership. 
uh, seems to be a bit of a, a flavour of the month with uh, with the Arsenal fans at the moment. So uh, again, midfielder, um, I think he's not a bad uh, bad one to put in um, if you need that extra midfielder. But again, I'm not too sure if uh, if Arsenal's fixtures are, are great after this one. But you know, for a differential, you can't look past the uh, the two percent. Um, and then look again, I wasn't too sure on putting uh, Spurs players in after the Europa defeat and obviously the defeat to Arsenal. But Regulon did get a uh, did get a rest. He's very attacking. Um, you know, he put the ball in the box last week against Arsenal. Uh, he's proved this season that he can get on the end of things with assists as well uh, and bonus points. So 4.8% ownership. I think he's not a bad uh, differential shot away to Villa. Tough game, um, but I can I can feel a low scoring uh, potential one nil 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 maybe type of game in that one. So um, that rounds up my uh, my differentials this week. Yeah, we all know that one's going to be uh, a 3-0 to Villa. So we'll just move on quickly to your teams to back. <laughs> yeah, look, I've, I've put Brighton up there. Um, in saying that, you know, it's still, what is it, 16th, Elliot, Brighton against Newcastle in 17th? Or have I got that wrong? Uh, they went above us, I believe, mate. I just I try not to look at it too much these days, but I believe uh, we are seventeenth and they are sixteenth. I think because they leap they leapfrogged us, so I think that's what it is. Yeah. So on paper, it's still it's still quite a, a tight game, but I think if I'm uh, you know if I'm looking at it from the the minimal fixtures that there is, um, you know I've got to I've got to put Brighton in there, um, and then another one I'm going to put Leeds. I know Fulham are looking solid. And I do really like Scott Parker and, and what, what he's doing at Fulham. But, you know, Leeds are one of those teams with FPL. Um, they can just come out and, and, and just get goals. Um, I know they're coming off the back of a nil-nil. And, uh, but normally when they come off the back of a nil-nil, they, they fire in the following week. So really liking Leeds. You know, we've seen uh, Stuart Dallas. We've seen uh, Bamford and the likes of, uh, you know, Rafinha and, and, and Jack Harrison come up with big scores. So really liking Leeds. And then my third team, it was a bit tricky. Obviously, there's not too many games. I will back Spurs away at Villa. Um, I think it's just more so, you know, you've still got Harry Kane in there. You know, potentially Bale, um, you know, might play. I'm not too sure if Son's going to be back. Um, but I'd still, you know, back us to, uh, you know, to potentially get something out of that game. So, um, you know, I think, um, you know, with the teams that are playing, that they're probably the uh, the best three to back. Yeah, and if we go back to last season, that Spurs away to Aston Villa, it was a last-minute winner from Hyungmin Son, if I'm not mistaken. He was playing, was it with a broken arm or a broken wrist or something that day as well? It was quite ridiculous from him. Yeah, I think he uh, he, he fractured his uh, his elbow or his. It was one. It was one of the one of the two or three. One of the arm bones. Um, yeah, he did it quite early on, and he uh, he carried on. He played. He scored, um, and then he had to. Uh, had to put it in a cast and he missed a number of weeks, which was which was unfortunate. So, uh, you know, it'd be nice if he made a miraculous return for this weekend. But I think uh, with a muscle injury and with, uh, you know, the internationals coming up, I think the uh, the club's probably going to wrap him in cotton wool and, uh, you know, he won't play. And then he, and then he misses the South Korea games because they're saying if he starts this week, then, um, you know, he has to go and travel with Korea. So, um, you know, it'd be an interesting one to see how that plays out. Yeah, and there's obviously a lot of uh, European matches. for. Oh, no, there's not. Sorry for Spurs anymore, is there? So uh, <laughs> won't be uh, needing any Thursday night trips down to Croatia anytime soon. But we'll move on quickly to your captain picks for the week, mate. <laughs> yeah, look, um, I'm going to put Kane. I'm still going to put Kane as the uh, as the top pick. Um, it's got to be. I know he's, uh, you know, we're coming off that a couple of bad results, but... You know, Elliot was talk- uh, sorry. Ollie was talking about it earlier when um, 
you know, with Kane being his captain last week, and you know, he was still the uh, he was still the one uh, that um, you know looked like scoring. He hit the post, um, so I thought Ollie was quite unlucky with that captain pick uh, last week, and even in the Europa game last night, Kane was the only one that that kind of looked like scoring anyway. So I still think you know he's a premium player, and he's got to be a captain pick. Uh, Stuart Dallas, based on his uh, his FPL history this season, he's got to be a uh, another one on there, as does Patrick Bamford. Uh, they both speak to themselves. Uh, moving away from Leeds, I'm going to go with uh, Dunk from uh, from Brighton. Um, you know, potential for a clean sheet, but even if he doesn't get a clean sheet, he's a massive set piece threat. Um, so I think he's a, he's an interesting one. Um, I do remember though in, in in the past where Dunk's been backed as captains on the double game weeks and blank game weeks of Brighton and he's had some pretty poor returns. So, um, you know, people will be wanting something different this week. And then my last one, I'm going to go with Antonio. I think um, there's a couple of uh, blank game weeks. He's, he's not really hit the heights that we're used to, but I think he, he's overdue a goal and, um, you know, I can see goals in that West Ham Arsenal game. So um, Antonio is a you know pretty good option there, I think. Yeah, and no, I've just seen who your uh, your curveball captain is for the week, mate. So, would you like to reveal to the viewers who that is going to be? Yeah, it's going to be Trossard. Um, again, you know, you never know what you're going to get with this player, um, but he does seem to find himself in a lot of attacking positions. And you know, with that fixture against Newcastle, he's pretty cheap. He's uh, he's, he's low owned, so you know, a curveball captain, something completely different. You're going to probably. Uh, you know, move up those mini leagues with uh, with him if he does do well. So I think he's a pretty uh, pretty good curveball for this week. Yeah, and I'd be lying if I would if I said that I hadn't looked at him for my own team myself. So I definitely cannot blame you for choosing him. But what we will move on to now for the first time ever is we're going to do our own scat eleven by all of us working together. Usually Matt the Guru makes it himself because hence the name. He is the Guru. He's the real deal. He makes it. And uh, but this week what we're going to do is I've got my blank screen up here and it's going to be. Are we all right with a four four two lads? Or would we rather do four three three? Best formation in the world. Four four two, easy. All right. <laughs> if it's good enough for Mike Bassett, it's good enough for us. <laughs> if you understand that, you are a legend. Um, so what we will do then, Jack, as you were so keen on the four four two, we can start with you between the sticks, keeper. Who is it going to be? Sanchez. <sighs> yeah, I can, see, I, can see, I can see a theme with this team already. Just remember, lads, you, can only have, you can only have three players from Brighton. Oh, so uh, don't don't go too yeah. eager. <laughs> obviously, Sanchez, good fixture, good value. Um, Brian have obviously been well. And if you've got Dunk playing in front of him, you know, I'm sure they'll keep Newcastle at bay. I think I think Sanchez does win out, and I'll go with Sanchez myself. But I'd like to throw That's a bit fine. of an underrated shout out to Ilan Melio just quickly while we've got yeah. the time. Yeah. A, another decent fixture for, for Leeds. He does make a lot of saves. So if you don't go Sanchez, I'd go Melier. I'd like to throw him out there, but as a bit of an honourable mention. But Sanchez for me. Yeah, what and, about and... Um, throwing up Martinez, by the way? He's been the best uh, goalkeeper this season. Yeah. Not against Tottenham. Not against Tottenham. <laughs> not, not if we're going to pick this team well, right and put Kane up top. Lads, lads, <laughs> lads, it is Tottenham. It is Tottenham. It is Tottenham, <laughs> you're right. It is Tottenham. Um, we'll go down the down the ladder then, Matt. We'll go with. We'll, should we go with the right back, two centre backs, and a left back, or do we just want to go with defenders, lads? Um, yeah, look, I think we'll just do the uh, the picks based on the, on the best players available. So, um, look, I'll get another Brighton one out of the way, and I'll go. Uh, <laughs> actually, you know what? I'm not. I'm going to go Leeds. I'm going to put Dallas. Dallas will be my uh, be my. That's pick, a actually. very 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 good option, and I'm sure. 
Ollie now with the pick will probably go with the Brighton option, and I might as well just start searching his yeah. name up. So please, yeah, I'll pick up the pieces. Yeah, Lewis Dunk has to be. Obviously, he'll probably keep a clean sheet, and he's a set piece threat. So you would like to think, think so. You've got to have him. Yeah, and for for my pick now, you know the gurus backed him in his uh in his players to watch. So I'm going to go with uh with Regulon. You know Villa, they're then they're. they're very defensively sound, but as you said, Matt, he's very attacking. He likes to get forward. If if Harry Kane can get on the end of one of his crosses, you know, nine times out of ten, it's going to end up in the back of the net. So we'll move on now to our last defender. Jack, you get the honour of picking. Who's it going to be? Oh, just put Tariq Mitchell in there or something, just as a squad filler, just to fill <laughs> this gap. Whatever's 3.9, whatever you've got. 3.8 for Tariq Mitchell. 3.8, even better. But don't we need four at the back? Oh, we do, don't oh, we? Oh, sorry, I thought we got off. So I went. I was. Th- I was just looking at my team for a bit of research. Going to go three five two. Then, but you've four four two. Let's go with uh, Cresswell. Cresswell was my pick. Yeah, good shout. Like uh, is he the highest scoring defender now, Jack? Or uh, I'd say so. It's, he's on set pieces. He's been consistent with his clean sheets with West Ham. He's got to be up there. He is. Isn't he? Yeah, he, he is. is up he's there. Still I think, yeah, I think, I think you highlighted that one last week as well, didn't you, Matt? Um, highest scoring uh, defender. So yeah, he's in for sure. Yeah, Cresswell followed by Diaz and then Stones and then Cancelo and then Dallas. Moving on to our midfield now. The Guru, you get the honour of picking the first one. So it's your pick for the first midfielder. It's going to have to be Rafinha from Leeds. Yeah, I've also looked at him. You know, he's, you've, you've liked him a lot this season, Rafinha, haven't you, at certain times? He's, he's definitely a very aesthetically pleasing player. Doesn't always do it in fantasy, but when he does, it's really, really rewarded your teams, hasn't it? Yeah, he's a brilliant player, and I think um, you know he's he started to get a few more points over the last couple of months. He takes his corners. I think he scored a free kick in that double game week as well a few weeks back. So yeah, he's definitely uh, he's definitely one to keep an eye on. Um, you get him in now, and you could probably have him for the rest of the season as well. So yeah, and I'm, I'm sure another Brighton player will come up soon out of any of you. So I'm just glad that the first midfielder isn't wearing blue. But Ollie, is the second one going to be wearing blue? Uh, yes, but on his sleeves, I'm going Jesse Lingard. Um, I I back a home win for West Ham, and obviously, on paper, you know, maybe not. Maybe some people would look towards Arsenal, but I think West Ham always perform admirably against the top six teams, and a lot of the time they actually get a result. And I think they'll get another one here. Um, I think they'll win, and I think Lingard's been central to a lot of what West Ham have done since he's since he's gone there. Obviously. And I think he'll he'll do something again. And I think if I could put him in my team this week, I would. Obviously, call back into the England squad, which you know we love to see that he's smiling, enjoying his football again. He's getting direct goal contributions, and I think he will this week for a, a win for West Ham. Like like a proud like a proud dad. <laughs> it's one of those, isn't it? It, it? it feels like that somewhat. Yeah, listen, think- all, like United will be happy. Ollie's happy that he's that he's in form for sure. Yeah, I'm sure that the whole world is pretty much happy to see him back doing what he loves, smiling, playing football. But Jack, it's now back to your pick. So who are you going to go with for the third midfielder? Oh, let's get the Welsh wizard in. Let's We're get him in. It. We're Come doing on, Gareth. Gareth Bale. That's my best the... Welsh accent you're having. But I think, yeah, jumping on the hype, most transferred in player, I'm pretty sure, for this FPL game week. That's your best um... Welsh accent. I'm not backing you, I'm not backing you in on the set on Gavin and Stacey. Oh, listen, that, that, that's all right. They can keep keep that accent, mate. I'm all right with my with my, uh, with my Lancashire one. <laughs> it's a good accent, uh, isn't it? 
It's like picking the worst <laughs> three. Was there Lancashire or Welsh accent? So uh, oh, it's just moving on to the guru. It's got to be the Welsh one for me. I think I think the Lancashire one's yeah. terrible. Yeah, awful, isn't it? <laughs> How do we do it every week, Matt? How do we do it every week? Yeah, nah, Elliot, you're just lucky you're not blessed with a Geordie accent, mate. <laughs> oh, I've always wished I had one, to be honest, but people, oh, really? would, struggle to, people would struggle to understand me. So uh, it's, it's probably not the worst in the world. But we'll, we'll move on now because we're not, not on here to talk about accents. We're here to talk about <laughs> fantasy. So uh, the guru, um, you get the final pick for the midfield. Is there going to be a Brighton player in there for the midfield or is it? What's it going to be? I'll back Trossard. Go on. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was expecting it. I was expecting it. I knew it I got, was I got, I got him for draft this week, lads. Oh, did you? Yeah, I thought he'd be a good little pick. Oh, is, is no, Jack one, no one had him or anything. Is Jack Grealish fit? I reckon, yeah, Grealish will play. I reckon. Grealish is fit. Grealish is fit. But I'll go, I'll go Trossard because he's in the uh, the differentials. But I would actually like to normally have Grealish in there if I knew he was a hundred percent. Because I think Villa could still go under the radar, especially yeah. Grealish. Yeah, Elliot's yeah. got to pick him then, surely. Well, I mean, if we want to play five in the midfield, we can, but that would just oh, mean one yeah. one striker up top. So I'm going to have to go with Ollie Burke at the price of four point one. But you know, back to Greenish, you never know. You never <laughs> what an absolute steal. You never know <laughs> what you're going to get with uh with the Spurs defenders usually. So you know, up against Eric, the likes of Eric Dyer, as we were saying before, Greenish can probably work wonders but we we won't get too much into that for the guru's sake ollie it's your first pick for the uh the forwards mate there's going to be two so you get the, the choice of one of them so go for it mate lads we've horrendously under budgeted here i'll say we've got how much money we've got left a lot. <laughs> we've got a lot for two strikers well let's use up a chunk of that budget on harry kane i think he, you've got kane. to have him again i think you know he's a player that's he's he's the best striker in FPL at the minute by a country mile. He's performed all season and he's a must have for the team. He's probably wearing the armband, I think, as well. Ooh, we hadn't we hadn't discussed that yet. I didn't know if we were going to, but Ollie's made the claim. Yeah, he said that's that's the armband for the team. You know, if Ollie Ollie says something, you listen to it. So uh, hey, that, that'll be hey. what it is then. Now there's there's four managers here, lads. We've got to make a collective discussion. But if it was solely up to me, and it will be up to me and my team this week, I'll be giving him the armband. So we'll have yeah, to he's got the armband for me as well. Yeah, yeah, he's got the armband for me as well. So just get, just you can give him the armband, no problem. Done. Yeah, that's, that's decided there and done. And Jack, you're the man who gets to decide. Oh, we can, we can, we'll, we'll go with two more strikers. We can get three strikers in here. We can have yeah. one coming off the bench just in case. Um, yeah. uh, so I'll go I'll go with who I'm back in this week. Got to be consistent. Antonio. Get Antonio, Antonio. as well. Don't mind that one at all. And then to finish the team off from the guru, who's it going to be? Just restore that player, mate. He's right restore there him. waiting. Restore that Is player. It? I'm just hoping he's going to be fit to play, mate. That's my he's worry. Fit. I think I think they've said uh, he's good to go. They've given him the uh, yeah, they've given him the go ahead. So I think Bamford, uh, yeah, he's due, he's due a goal, isn't he? Brilliant. Well, that's not not a bad team, lads. Twelve point nine spare in the bank to waste on whatever we wanted to. We well, we won't do anything, but it would be Sanchez, Dallas, Regulon, Cresswell, Dunk, Rafinha, Lingard, Bale, Trossard, Antonio, Bamford, Kane. It's not a bad team for this upcoming game week. It's just going to be a really, really odd one, obviously with only four games to play. But yeah, if you've got a free hit, obviously, you know, you don't have to go with 
Button and Burke and people like that. Obviously, we've shown that this week it's going to be a relatively low budget. So I wouldn't condone anyone going for Ollie Burke at all, <laughs> ever, ever. I think that's a pretty safe bet. But um, unless yeah. you play Manchester United at Old Trafford, yeah, I mean, if, you, if you're playing playing the Red Devils away, then it's not a bad shout at all, is it? You're not wrong there, Ollie. He grabbed one against you lot, didn't he, Jack? So I wouldn't underestimate him too much. Yeah, I can't say much. Yeah, <laughs> couldn't keep him quite good with for four point one. But I think that listen, that if you've got a free, hit, that's a good little team, and you've got plenty of budget in there to play around with it as well, aren't you? So it's um, yeah, nice work, lads. I like it. Yeah, Definitely not a wild card team, though. I don't think you want. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Ollie, uh, Ollie Burke not, or, uh, or in there or Button. Yeah. Starting line, line-up's decent, though, for sure. Yeah. Are we going to decide Kane captain, like Ollie said? Just hit uh, save there, Elliot. Hit save on yeah. your team. Mate. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take the minus 28 and be screwed for the rest of eternity. But uh, no, I will Moving on now to our final section of the week, and we've got the draft, which, uh, as we were saying before in the group chat earlier in the week, it's actually getting quite close these days. As the table shows, Dave is at the top, who unfortunately isn't with us again this week. The Guru has overtaken Jack in the league on goal difference. Jack in third, Ollie in fourth, myself in fifth, James in sixth, the Mac lads and Rolando, who round the league off down at the bottom. And I think it's safe to say, Rolando's title charge is over, lads. I think, as I said before with Sheffield United, I don't think Rolando can do it this year. He'll go again next year, I think, but I don't think he can quite do it this week. So if we take a look at the results from the week that have made the league that way, Jack, that, oh God, did Rolando beat you? Yeah, this is what's <laughs> happened. <laughs> I've had a shocker because he's got, I think he's got City players, wow. hasn't he? Yeah, because he's got all that there. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's got Edison in there. there. Edison, mm. Mendy, Jesus, Aguero, who both hit, both scored against Fulham. He had three players so, that didn't uh, even play. Yeah. So, <laughs> those City players, uh, he went all right, didn't he? Because usually they're, they're pretty, apart from Edison, they're all pretty wow. in and out of the team, aren't they? And obviously, wow, I've got wow. a cracking cracking lineup there. <laughs> Injury <Yeah>. crisis FC. <laughs> but it was just, obviously, with um, you know the Arsenal players, I thought they'd been looking good for to get them in. But yeah, shocking. But I've let everyone back in the league, lads, to uh, make it a bit more competitive. So uh, even yeah. Elliot's got a shout of a couple of wins. He'll be back up there. Yeah, well, we managed to beat Dave, which I was very oh, nice. happy about. Dave didn't have a bad week, as you can see, 47 points. But I've, 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 as Jack was just saying, I've kept it interesting as well by beating Dave, I think. So yeah. I pride myself on that. And Ollie was beaten by James. Wow, it's a lot of upsets wow. this week, isn't it? And, and James Ollie, managed to get uh, Ineach, was it? Ineach, yeah. I had Vardy, so there you go. That's about it. Oh, I still, I still good, can't good believe that you managed to pick him up, Ollie. That, that's mm. unbelievable that you managed to get him in. That was a uh, David let go, wasn't it? Good yeah. management. I think he did, did he get rid of him for Joel Linton. Was, yeah. I feel like it did was something McBurney or Joel Linton. Wasn't it? He had <laughs> Joel Linton at some point. All these shock results. Like even, <laughs> all these shock results. Even Matty won. <laughs> uh, mate, I'm above you now. Oh, I know the goal difference killed me. I can't believe that. But yeah, how was how's the teams looking for this week, then, lads? Have you got have you got a full eleven to put out? Has everyone got a full eleven or not? I'm doing my transactions for the first time in about six weeks, and I think I've just gone into draft. I have three players playing, so I'm in trouble. 
You are yeah, really all, my, all my players as a city asset, so I didn't even think of that, Jack. I've just realised. But, <laughs> but I'll get a team out there, lads. Don't worry, I'm get, I'll get a team out there. Um, at the it's minute, it's not looking too promising, but we'll, we'll get something. It's yeah, a tough one because you want to get players in, but then you don't want to drop the big boys for the full game week. So it's a tough balance. Yeah, as well. see, get, get selling, lads. Get selling. And we can, uh, <laughs> yeah. Have a little scramble for players. <laughs> you like, want to sell De Bruyne or Ali? I'll happily lose this week and take him. Oh, a little bit of bartering going on here mate, as well. Mate, you're having a laugh, pal. Jog on, please. I've got a full 11 to put out, so uh, I'm pretty excited wow. for this one. Yeah. Wow, that's not bad at all from you. The transactions, did you make them last week or something, or did you just have shit I, made, I, made, I think I made one of, I think I made one or two uh, transfers. I forget the language on the podcast, guys. Um, but I had uh, Luckman come in. I brought Luckman in. Trossard come, mm-hmm. come in. Um, Grealish is back fit, so well, hopefully. Um, and then I've got Kufal, Cresswell, and Mings at the back. So, yeah, excited for this one. Hopefully, I can do the guru. I'm not, I'm really not excited, lads. I'm just not. This this draft week, I'm probably Same gonna dad. You should be over oh, the moon. <laughs> watch me lose, mate. Watch me lose. <laughs> It's not it's like not he's going to know anyway. Just just don't mention it. I'll, I'll message him actually <laughs> if you lose and I'll let him know just because I, I know he'd love that. If he doesn't no, check no it, knowing you, you'll probably you'll probably message him beforehand and get him to change his team. <laughs> so it's true, I could call, call him tonight. Actually, couldn't I? Is he in tonight? I'll, I'll have a quick little call with him. No idea. Tell him, mate. Tell him what to do. Anyway, we'll move on from that. The, the game of the week, I think it's pretty obvious. You know, looking at that, me versus Rolando is definitely the. I'm kidding. No, it's it's got to be the Guru versus Jack. The two heavyweights going at it. So uh, as Jack was saying, he's got a full eleven this week. It was a pretty horrific week last week, as we just saw, and we can see again on the screen. But have, you've you've had to. Have, oh no, you've got a lot of Villa and yeah, and West Ham actually. Got Villa, I can West see Ham, you, yeah. Yeah, it's Villa, West Ham, Galorn, Kane. So you've had to make a few transactions, then I'm guessing. Yeah, that's it. So I've taken um, I've, I've taken Saka out actually, and uh, Neto. Yeah. Um, and so I brought in yeah Trossard and uh, Luckman, and mm-hmm. then yeah that that means uh, yeah I've got a full eleven. So we'll uh, hopefully see how we go there. Did, did I think you take that on defence, Jack? Uh, no, I take I might have taken Pereira out. I think actually, if you want him. Mm. No, I've still got them two there on the bench now. So oh, I'm on my bench. On my bench now, I've got Schmeichel, Dinier, Martial, and Pereira okay. on my bench. So I've got Kufal, Cresswell, and Mings at the back. And Matt, Three, how many five. do you think? How many do you think you're going to have, Matt, for this week? Looking at your team, it's uh, Spurs, Leeds, Villa, Spurs. You've got you've got four uh, Spurs players. That looks like six to my eyes. Yeah, I've I've managed to bring in. Um, I've managed to bring in a few. I think I've got about maybe nine. Um, I've also got uh, goalie there on the bench too. I've got Lacazette. I've got a few good ones, but to be honest, like a bit of me's, I kind of wrote this game week off a while ago. If I lose it, I lose it. Whether or not that will move me down the picks. If I'm hoping there's some good players that have been released this week um, to pick them up next week and end strong. But yeah, I think it'll be tough, to be honest, to beat Jack with Harry Kane and Antonio. Um and I'm probably not going to have a full eleven, so you know I'm expecting defeat. If I if I get close, then uh, I'll take that. You, you sound like well, a Tottenham fan at the moment. Yeah, Bloody hell. This doesn't need just deflated. We don't even need to ask everyone who we think is going to win. Then Matt's already accepted nah, loss. So it's tough. That's it's, it. 
But I think for future games, if Jack's going to continue with with all these players he's got for this game week, then uh, you'll probably lose lose game weeks further on. So, huh. cheers yeah. for the advice. <laughs> good, good heads up. Yeah, didn't even need to go out drinking with him to learn that bit of advice there, did you, Jack? But Ollie, we, we will swing it over to you and ask you who you think is going to win. I think, you know, as Matt was saying, I don't think it's too much question. 11 against six, as I can see on the screen, depending on what Matt does. It's, you know, he's already bringing a knife to a gunfight, I think, a little bit, aren't you, Matt? So, Ollie, what what, what do you yeah. think, mate? Uh, Yeah, Jack will win. Um, I think, to be fair, it's not a bad week maybe not a bad week to play well it's not a great week to play jack it's probably the worst week to play jack but you know it's it's one of those you pretty much have just got to accept defeat and and move on and just hope that you can just recover it, it it's like it's like you know obviously i want to say united blackburn except blackburn won that game back in 2012 <laughs> it's like it's like one of those like it it's like you know you're going into the game expecting to lose, so it's going to be it's going to be interesting. If Matt, if you can pull off a win here, it's an absolute miracle. It's like so being two 0 up against Dino. It's like it's like no, I'm just saying it's like being two 0 up against Dino Zagreb and Dino Zagreb coming back. It's one of those. <laughs> oh my so, god! Uh, oh, second <laughs> shots everywhere, isn't he? Back to win. Wow. I think that's the end of the pot for Matt. Yeah, <laughs> he's going to just go home and cry now. He's going to sit in his chair and just cry and watch Gareth Bale skills and highlights to try and excite him for the weekend. Oh, mate. I've completely gone off Bale even being in my fantasy team this week. That's how miserable <laughs> I've been all day. I just, oh, yeah. Wow. Negative. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, that is miserable. So what we'll do then to make sure that you lot listening and watching aren't too miserable as we will round off the podcast there. It's been a, a decently long one today for the, only four fixtures to play, but we hope you've got a lot of good insight from it. And uh, Ollie, we'll swing it over to you, mate. How do you think you're going to go this week? I'll do a lot better in classic than I will in draft, mate. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, I know we haven't really touched on transfers, but I'm looking at potential outside of you guys were discussing it a bit off, off air. Um thinking I'm bringing in Leandro Trossard, even though I did specify it was a forward. Um, so I don't know what you guys were what you guys were doing there, but uh, I'm looking at Danny Welbeck to complete what would be. I think I've got I've got 10 with fixtures at the minute and it will be getting rid of Bobby Dickard over Reed, who has a fixture, but obviously won't be playing. Um, and obviously Son's probably out as well on top of that. So I'll have nine to play, assuming that Bamford gets up. So I'm really hopeful for a decent score. Hopefully he can get up that mini league and, I think my end of the season's top 10. So if I can breach that top 10 this week, it'd be pretty buzzing. Yeah, and I'll just quickly, you know, ask Jack and Matt, you know, the question around Son there, the, the big question mark over his head. Matt, what are you going to do with Son? Is he still in your side, isn't he? Yeah, look, I've got two transfers, so I've uh, I've not done any yet. Um, probably going to bring Bamford in as one of them. It's a tough one. I think I'll... Like I say to Jack, I'll probably check all the Instagram pages of for Son and all of his teammates and uh, training pictures and as much information as I can before deadline. And you know, if I get even a sniff that he might play, I'll keep him. If I don't, then um, you know, I might bring him out. Um, I'd like to do Bale, but he, I don't know. He, he only got fifty-five minutes last week as well, so um, saving him for this yeah, week. It might, it might be uh, Bamford, and then. I'm liking the Lingard shout, and I'm also liking Rafinha. So it could be between those those sort of players. I think for the two, maybe take a hit. I don't know if I want to take a hit though. Yeah, Jack. What about you, mate? What are you doing about the Son situation? 
I'll keep I'll keep him in and uh, see how it goes. You know, um, I think Bale will be the first one out for me to get KDB back in. But then if Son's out for a while, then it'll be the vice versa. Yeah, well, that's fair enough. I'm still undecided, as I say. I've got to do a little bit of uh, research tonight and scouting out for what I'm going to do for this week. But, you know, you have to find out what we do next week on the podcast. That concludes this week's. We hope all your FPL dreams come true. Take care. Stay safe. Have a good one.